Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show, uh, coming to you live on Sunday afternoon. Um, you may have been expecting a Saturday night uh, broadcast, but I was busy, and so you, you're still getting one, so that's still good. Um, but anyway, I hope everybody had a great week and had a great weekend. We're going to talk Texas Tech basketball. We're going to kind of give a little bit of an analysis of the Big 12 uh, schedule release, and we're going to talk Super Bowl, um, which we'll ha- we have time because uh, I, I do plan on recording an episode next Saturday, um, so we'll talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl next week. We're going to talk mainly about the championship games and just some other g- in general NFL news and notes. So let's jump right into it. So Texas Tech, uh, up and down week. They win on Monday in spectacular fashion. They they uh, beat Iowa State. Um, this was a game when where at one point they were down by 23 points in the second half, and they were able to put together a comeback, get to overtime, and end up winning it. So this is their first Big 12 victory. Uh, pretty pretty awesome win. Um, unfortunately, it, it ends up. Being followed by a you know pretty uh, pretty bad loss yesterday against Baylor. Um, again, the, the the thing that has plagued this team is the play in the second half, which is it, that to me is that's quite shocking because last year uh, last year's team was very skilled at the first five minutes of the second half. They would they would put teams away. And not look back, and, and you, you've you've really seen the exact opposite this year, where they, I mean, they just come out struggling pretty mightily in the first or in the second half, and just not able to, you know, it, it then becomes a too little, too late situation, and they're not able to, you know, bring it bring it back together. So, um, you, you know, it, it, it's it's the story of of this year's team. They're they they're they're struggling a lot. Things have just not worked out, you know, and and there's been all sorts of analysis about why things aren't working out, theories, you know, everything. Um I'll, I'll say a couple things about this. I think I think number one, you know, you've had you've had some bad luck with injuries. Um you know, Pop Isaacs is a, a huge star and I think that's been really devastating to have him out um and and i don't know when he's going to come back um i I wouldn't hurry him back i wouldn't hurry amac back either i I think there's there's really no um reason at this point to do that um i think certainly there is a lot of discussion about um the the offense and who exactly is calling the offense and i think that there is a worthy discussion there um you know i Again, I'll make it very clear, and I've made it very clear on past podcasts that I am not in the part of the fan base that's calling for Mark Adams' head. You know, I don't think that's fair fair to him, fair to someone that took a team to the Sweet 16 and and very nearly took them to the Elite Eight last year against Duke. Um, But I think there has to be a little bit of change of philosophy on his part for uh, this program to kind of rebound from this season. And I think the biggest part of that is the 
um, having having to let go of the defense or excuse, not the defense, excuse me, having to let go of the offense um, because at, at this point it's not working out. I, you know, you've hired, you hired a really great offensive coach in Steve Green who did really fantastic offensive things um, at South Plains College and you, you're almost just not letting letting him, you know, do, do his thing. And, and, and that's something that um, – I think needs to change. You know, defense hasn't been that strong this year anyway as well and and I think that's a that's a combination of several things that could be a combination of um you know, again, you know, you you've had a hard time putting this talent together and when you're struggling on the offensive end um and defensive end that's where you're really having issues, but yeah, there I think I think some philosophies in the coaching have to change. And I think Mark Adams can do that, you know. Um, it'll be interesting as far as the, the recruiting situation, um, what happens as far as transfer portal stuff. You know, um, one of the things that, that could benefit Texas Tech is you have quite a few guys on this team that already transferred once and – now, you know, if the, if they transfer again, there would have to be, you know, like a mandatory sit sit out uh, type situation. So uh, that that's that certainly could be, a, I think, something that benefits some of these guys from staying. Um, I, you know, all from all accounts, despite, you know, the whole Twitter Twitter rumor sphere, you know, I think I think these guys overall haven't, you know, haven't. Um, checked out on, on on Mark Adams's coaching and and you know I don't in other words I don't think Mark Adams has lost the team you know quote unquote and so I, I think that part of it is a good thing it's just it just hasn't it hasn't meshed and you know I think certainly you, you are going to see some players that are going to depart um you know just because that's the nature of the game right now in college basketball and at the same time, I mean, you already got one guy from uh, uh, Georgia coming in, Lindsey, and uh, you certainly, I think, could, could have the potential to have some other players um, that you can bring in that that you know could be could be upgrades. You know, who knows? That that's going to be something you know that, that you'll just have to see. You've you've got Drew Steffi coming in um, as a freshman, I, you know, and I truly believe you know you've got a lot of freshmen on this team uh, this year. And I think a year under their belt, they're going to be better. I mean, they're they're going to be better. Um, and and we're seeing flashes of that. I, I think we've seen a lot of you know real positive flashes from um, players on this team. You know, obviously Pop Isaac's a heck of a player, and uh, you know I think I think the the ceiling is very high for him. You know, I I, I think Jalen Tyson. You know, everyone forgets he's he's basically a freshman too this is his first year playing um you know he was he was part of the team last year when he transferred in in December but you know this was his first year with on-court action I think he's someone that could continue to improve I've been really impressed with Jennings in Washington they've they've shown flashes of really uh, great stuff so I don't view this basketball program with the, with the attitude, oh, the sky is falling, 
you know, we're, we're going back to the Pat Knight era. I'm, I'm just, and maybe, you know, maybe some people say, oh, I'm looking at it through rose colored glasses. I'm in denial, blah, 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 whatever, you know, is what I say to that. Because again, I, I think there, there is some really good pieces to the team. It's just figuring out how to put it together. And I think that's the challenge that Mark Adams is, is, is facing right now and certainly will face going into next season um, with whoever ends up coming back, which I do think you're going to have quite a few of these players end up coming back. And, and then the question is going to be, um, you know, does Mark, does Mark Adams need to change a little bit of the philosophy? And what I mean by that too is I don't mean moving away from the no middle defense and and things like that because I you know the the bread and butter that brought success to Texas Tech basketball was was your quality on defense and so I I am completely you know you know in favor of of keeping that philosophy in place I just think the big thing is um, release the offense to to a guy as skilled as Steve Green. And I think you, you've got to, I think you could really be cooking with gas if you get to that point. So they'll play a uh, basketball will play this week, uh, Wednesday against Oklahoma state. And then they will play Saturday night against Kansas state. So yeah, my plan will be to record my next episode of the Chris Carpenter show on that Saturday night after the game. And we'll, we'll talk. So, I mean, it, doesn't get easier this week. You know, you've got two. Uh, Oklahoma State's kind of been an up-and-down team. I think you certainly have a chance to beat them. It, you know, just, just kind of depends on, on, on what ends up happening there. Um, the, the part that gives me a little bit of pause is you're playing in Stillwater, and Texas Tech has struggled in Stillwater. So, you know, that that's going to be something – that and then they've really struggled on the road overall, you know, uh, this year, obviously. Um, so that's going to be something to kind of keep an eye on. And then you know, you get Kansas State at home next Saturday. Um, you know, the 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 game in Manhattan a couple weeks ago, you were you played pretty good in the in the first half. In fact, I think you were leading at, at halftime, and then you just kind of fell apart. It was again. The tale that we've seen multiple times this season, you you, you saw the the fall apart in the second half, um, and it's it's almost like you know Mark Adams is like the anti Cliff this year. You know, we we hear we always we always heard that statistic about that you know Cliff Kingsbury was zero oh and whatever or one and whatever you know when uh, losing at the half, and you know that's kind of been I'd, I'd be interested to see the statistics uh, this year um so and but anyway yeah that doesn't get any easier but you know that's why you play the game and we'll, we'll see what happens so let's talk about the big 12 release we finally 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 get a big 12 release schedule on tuesday um first of all the other big news story and this came out on Friday concerning Texas uh, and Oklahoma. They are basically probably not going to leave at this point till 2025 um, because there are issues with television. And, well, I mean, the ultimate issue is 
both teams can't afford to to, to make the payoff to leave. Uh, certainly, University of Texas can get money together pretty easily because you know all that oil money that they steal from West Texas, they should be able to get you know the money needed to buy out the rest of the contract that they have, and specifically with Fox. Um, Oklahoma, a little bit of a different story. And so because of that, you know, Fox wants the remaining seven games that they have agreed with UT and Oklahoma to take place. And so they're, they're not, you know, willing to budge at this point. So at this, at this point, it, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma will be here for the duration of the, the television contract. So we've got two more years kind of of this lame, lame duck status uh, with Texas and UT. So here's my feelings on that. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed in that just because I really wanted the the game in Lubbock last year to be the final Big 12 game with Texas and go out on top. You got got the win, got a pretty thrilling win, and be done with it. I don't think you're going to play Oklahoma again in the Big 12, and we'll talk more about that in a minute with the schedule release. But, you know, you, you know, I think you'll end up playing Texas these next two years. And, well, I guess we're just going to have to beat them three times in a row. <laughs> so um, there was also an interesting question, and I'll credit the Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland for this. Uh, him and Rob Bro were talking about this on Friday. Um, what if we get to a point where Texas and Oklahoma have a little bit of buyer's remorse because – the college football landscape market is vastly different than it was in 2021 when UT and OU made this decision. You know, they they were making this decision in anticipation of playoff expansion and everything else coming in and playoff expansions here. And they might look at the landscape and think, you know, it might be easier to win in the Big 12 and get into the playoff than it is to win in the SEC. Here's what I would say about that. Um, not one, I'm, I'm probably 80% confident to say that's not going to happen. They're gone. And I'm good with that. I, I, think, we, I think the hateful eight, uh, the remaining Big 12 schools, have really gotten to the point where they've moved on from the UTOU drama, if that 20% chance actually happens, I would, um, the only way that I would agree to that happening would be if it's understood, and this is really more aimed at UT, although OU kind of, they act kind of like UT light at times, that this business of being the, you know, having this favorite, favored nation status in the conference is over. If you're coming, if you're agreeing to be in the Big 12, you're going to be one of 14 teams. You're not going to have this special favored nation status. Longhorn Network goes away. That's gone. OU, same thing with your dumb Sooner Sports thing. Which you know when tech baseball plays you, I never get to see those games because you have that stupid Sooner Sports uh, garbage. That would be the only way that if I'm the Big Twelve, I would agree to uh, take them back. Um, again, I don't see that happening. I think they're gone. 
they're, they're good as gone and, and whatever. I, I think the, the Big 12 has got a really bright future ahead um, for itself. I think the, the big thing is, and, and, and they're headed in this direction, you got to market this conference better. You haven't marketed this conference. You've basically allowed this conference to be viewed as, well, it's UT and Oklahoma together, and, that, that, and that's it. They're the only teams that are important. And so um, that's something that needs to, needs to be you know, talked about. So let's talk through the Texas Tech football schedule for next year. Um, you know, we, we already knew the non-conference. Uh, they're opening at Wyoming, and I really love that opener. I like that they're going on the road to Wyoming. I would love to go to that game. Probably not going to happen. It's like a 14-hour drive from where I live. You know, it is on Labor Day weekend, so that could that could be a fun trip, road trip of some sort if if possible, but probably not going to happen. Um, and then we we knew that they would they would open up in their home opener against Oregon. Great non-con schedule there with Oregon. Um, then you get Tarleton State, and yeah, I mean, you get that they're your cupcake for this year. I mean, Abilene Christian's on the schedule in a com- couple years. Yeah, people. People can bristle at that, and I get it. But, you know, I think this is the type of schedule, non-conference schedule you're going to see. You're going to see, um, like, a cupcake team, you know, a lower lower um, division or FBS or even FCS opponent. You're going to get um, a little bit of a middle-of-the-road FCS or, F- or FBS opponent from one of the non-Power 5 conferences, which I think, you know, stick with the AAC, the Mountain West. I think those are good good options. Conference USA, I mean, although they're kind of dying off, um, you know, <laughs> hour by hour, seems like. And then you're going to get, you know, a, a fellow Power 5 um, opponent. So you get Oregon this year. You know, you've got Oregon State on the schedule in a couple of years. I think that's going to be a really fun one. Mississippi State in, in you know, coming up. Arkansas. So, I mean – you get the drift. We'll play home and home with these teams. So um, I think overall, decent non-con schedule. You know, you get you get you get. Um, I think you you should be Wyoming, Tarleton State should be uh, two two easy wins. Honestly, Oregon will be a fun game. I, I truly think, and I'm saying this in January, so it could change. But I, I think I think you know Texas Tech could could get the win there. Uh, you know you you're having this Oregon team have to come to Lubbock. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. College game day that could be an early uh, potential candidate. Come on, come back to Lubbock. You know you love to be in here. So so that's your non-con schedule. Then you get um, you open up uh, against West Virginia in Morgantown. I think a pretty good Big Twelve opener. Um, you know I, I believe that West Virginia is probably going to be one of the lower lower tier teams this year in in the conference. So I, I think that's a good good way to open. Then you're gonna play Houston in Lubbock. So you get Houston back in Lubbock. You got Donovan Smith on Houston. You know, the same Donovan Smith that had the game winning touchdown for tech against Houston. So I think that's going to be a really fun game. And that's um with uh, the new Big 12 teams, I think that's one of the potential rivalries that you can really cultivate i think you already have elements of that now and so i think that'll be a fun game should be a great game there you then are going to follow up with 
Baylor. You're going to be playing at Baylor in Waco. I think that I think that's a winnable game. I think Baylor is going to be down this year. Baylor to me is one of the teams, and there's another one that's not on Tech's schedule, which makes me mad. But you know, Baylor is one of the teams in the Big Twelve that I do think is trending a little bit in the wrong direction, um, just based on results uh, this year. So I think you can get that win. You then, and this is another. This can be a fun home schedule, uh, home game. I I know you know in the past this hasn't been the quote unquote sexy matchup, but you get Kansas State the next week in Lubbock. To me, Kansas State at this point favors favorites to to win the Big Twelve. I think they're they're going to be one of those teams that's contending for the Big Twelve title. That'll be a uh, I think an early season test for Texas Tech. I think if you can get through that early season test with Kansas State, you know, you've got a, I think you have a legitimate shot at winning the Big 12. So that should be a great game. They're then going to follow up October 21st. And I really love this. And this is another one that if possible, I would love to go to, I think I have fall break, you know, at that point. Um, during that week, so eh, maybe, but they play at BYU. Um, beautiful stadium, beautiful. I like, I love the state of Utah. I think it's a beautiful, scenic state, and you know, I'm I'm pumped to get BYU in here, and I'm pumped to maybe work some sort of rivalry out with them. So I'm really glad that they're playing them this year, and then getting go to, getting to go to Provo in October. I think it's gonna be a nice, cool game. Should be cool, like literally the weather. And should be a fun one. So then you've got a Thursday game, November 2nd. You're playing TCU in Lubbock. That's going to be a, a big game, obviously, nationally televised. And a lot, a lot of fans disappointed that that's a Thursday game. Yeah, I, 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 will, I will agree. I'm not the biggest fan of Thursday games or Friday games. And we do have a Friday game in the Big 12. Uh, Tech does. But it's you know Thanksgiving weekend, so it's a little bit different. But um, the Big Twelve has a Friday game in the in the in the middle of the season as well, so that could be coming down the pipe for Texas Tech in future schedules. Which I that to me Thursday's a little bit better than Friday, but you know because fr- Friday, you know in this part well any part of Texas that's I mean that's high school football time, but um, you know Thursday it's a hard game to get to, you know it's a work night school night. But I get why they're doing it. You you know, the money you make is it's all about the TV money. And so you're going to get a really good chunk of change, you know, being televised there. And I think that's going to be a great game. Again, you, you beat Kansas State. This could be for a spot in the Big 12 championship game. I, I truly believe that. So could be could be a, a real fun game to, to watch. So... Then you've got um, at Kansas on November the 11th should be a win. I think Kansas is going to trend back down, uh, back down to earth. Then you've got the other, the third of the new Big 12 teams, the UCF Knights coming in November 16th. I love this matchup. I love that you're going to be playing them. This means next year, 2024, you're going to Orlando. I mean, come on, let's let's go to Disney World it's right around Thanksgiving. That'd be fun. Um, so I like this matchup. I think, again, I think UCF, I really think all four of the teams are going to have transition issues coming into the Big 12. UCF, to me, is no different, so certainly I think winnable game. 
I mean, let's welcome him to Lubbock. That'd be, I mean, a lot of potential there. And, and UCF fans have been chirping on Twitter about Lubbock. So keep chirping. We'll be ready for you November 16th. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fun one. So then you've got, or excuse me, November 18th. I need to do better with my calendar. And then finally, you've got on Black Friday, you've got you end in Austin against the Shorthorns. So I've been on record saying I don't want to play Texas again after the win. And I still kind of feel that way. But if you're going to have to play them, I'm good with this. You're playing on Black Friday. I think you've got a great, great opportunity to hopefully get yourself a fun win in Austin. And I mean, can you imagine what if that's for a spot in the big 12 championship game? Woo. That's some intrigue. So overall, I like the schedule. Here's what I don't like. I don't like Oklahoma state not being on the schedule. To me, that's one of the rivalries in this new big 12 that you really want to try and grow and cultivate, you know, both tech and Oklahoma state, they're losing probably their two biggest rivals in this conference in UT and OU. And so I think you have an opportunity there to have a really fun rivalry and, and, and also Oklahoma state's trending downwards and you don't get to play them because I think they're going to be a dumpster fire this year. Um, you don't play Oklahoma. I'm good with that. I don't ever want to play Oklahoma again after we, we, we won the game on the field goal. That's a good way to go out with that. I don't. I can't even call it a rivalry because they pretty much dominated Tech in football. But we'll, we'll let that go go away. You don't play Iowa State. Uh, I'm okay with that. I enjoy playing Iowa State. You've had some real fun matchups last couple years, and we don't get to go see the bridge, which is disappointing. Um, and then you don't play Cincinnati, which I'm good with. Of the new Big Twelve teams, that's probably the the one that I'm least like. Oh, yeah, I'm excited to play Cincinnati. Although, again, I think Cincinnati, if you look at the four teams coming in, I think Cincinnati is the one that's going to have the hardest time finding success in the Big 12, especially because, you know, they lost their head coach, Luke Fickle, who had really built up a a great thing going there. And so they're, you know, transitioning to new coach, everything. So you don't get to play them. I'm good with that. And so uh, the assumption is in 2024, we're going to see this same schedule, that, but obviously reversed, which means UT will come back to Lubbock. Well, we'll just have to beat them again. What else is new? BYU will come to Lubbock. That'll be a fun one. West Virginia will come to Lubbock. Kansas will come to Lubbock. Makes for a difficult road uh, season because you got to go to Manhattan. You're going to Orlando. That'll be a fun, fun road trip. Houston, I think. Certainly, I think you can beat Houston in Houston. You've done it before. Let's just let's just do it again, you know. Um, and and then you got to go to Fort Worth and play TCU. So overall, pretty pleased with the schedule. I think it'll be. I, I know it's. I'm, I'm saying this, and I just I said earlier in the podcast, January. We're in February now. So hello, Mr. Carpenter. Um, I'm really excited about this football season coming up. I think this this Texas Tech team could do some really special things, and I think they're going to have an opportunity to do some really special things. Um, so, And I think this schedule lends itself for them to do some things that Texas Tech football has never done before, including go to a Big 12 championship game. So, 
We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, it'll be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And my Tip of the Week deals with change and the idea of embracing change. You know, I will be very honest with you. I struggle with change. I like I like familiarity. I like knowing what's happening, what the, what's going down, things like that. But the reality is life is ever-changing, whether it be, you know, your job, where you live, you know, things like that. And, and you know, you always, you always want to make sure that you're not resistant to change, that you embrace change. One of the things that I have found through the years is when change happens in my life, I usually, you know, I get, I get a little anxious and freaked out about it. But then I look back after the change has taken place and I realize that, oh yeah, that, that change worked out really well for me. And so that's, that's what, um, we need to, we need to remember in our life. So hope everybody has a great week. I will be back next Saturday. So we're going to recap the Oklahoma state and the Kansas state game. And then uh, we'll obviously do a little bit more of an in-depth preview of the Super Bowl. I didn't even get to the championship games. Um, here, here's my analysis of the championship games. Um, the Eagles have had a really easy road. Um, they got really lucky that the 49ers quarterbacks had injuries. Um, Cincinnati fans, the refs didn't cost you the game. So hush up on that. Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes did. So it's going to be... Fun Super Bowl. I'm 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 all in on Chiefs Kingdom. We'll go do a little bit more of a preview next week on the Super Bowl. So hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next week for the Chris Carpenter Show.